censorship that I can remember as a kid was when you were watching like America's Funniest Video or a bank robbery video on the show was that Unsolved Mysteries there was always the uh, CVT footage or a home theater footage on uh, the whole camera where you always had to put the pixelated uh, image over someone's face oh yeah and I remember like asking my parents like wow, what, what is that what is that and they're like oh that's so you can't see their face they're being fucking idiots right now <laughs> we can't expose them um another little black bubble um we had uh, foreign exchange students growing up living with us from japan uh-huh. and uh one of them found my um dirty magazine stash Ooh. Okay, well, he was in such disbelief, he was blown away that there was no censorship, no little black bubbles over, you know, nipples, areola, belly buttons. Yeah. You know. <laughs> belly buttons. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> this guy kind of ratted me out because he went and got my sister because he was explaining to him, like, hey, look, this shit's uncensored. And uh, he was, like, amazed. So, <laughs> <laughs> he ratted you out to your sister? That's horrible. Yeah, not like really, like he didn't mean to because he apologized. He told me later, I'm like, like, dude, like, you know, they're under the mattress for a reason, you know? Yeah. But he was uh, so sh- culture shock. Non existent. Yeah. Bubbles. Hey, hey, Ruben, you there? Not yet. I gave him the role. He should join right here. Gotcha. So what happened with that, James? You, so you, you, the foreign exchange student exposed your dirty magazines to your sister. Now what? I think it's to my mom, too. Oh, fuck. But my mom knew Adam, so it wasn't like a big deal. Oh, okay. That's good. And, and uh, she, I, I kind of remember, if anything, my mom um, explained to him that it's uh, normal for teenage boys to have playboys. Yeah. In their closet or footlocker or yeah. under, you know mattress and uh, he had told me later and he apologized he's like oh I, I didn't know he goes I'm sorry for you know for you know in the language he, he told me you know I'm sorry for exposing you or whatever yeah I was like right and then I told him I go that's why it's under the mattress that's cool how, how long did your family do that um, all the way from junior high to high school wow so at least six years yeah that's pretty dope because we hosted like two or three a year. It was like 16 or 18. Oh, what's up, man? Welcome. Oh. Yo. What's going on? Can you hear me? Yep. All right, cool. Let me put on my ear pods. Kind of low. Hello. Hello. I got all the way up. All right, cool, man. James. What's going on, dude? <laughs> yeah, so everyone, this is so, a special guest, Ruben, right here. Hi, Ruben. 
Hey, what's going on, man? And uh, fuck, let's just get into it, man. What you, what you got, Tim? Uh, do we want to start off strong or do we want to start off? We're gonna start off strong, dude. Bearded ladies. Ooh. Good. Ooh. All right. What about them? I don't. I don't remember why. What topic you guys were talking about? In one of the podcasts where it reminded me of it, but uh, it had reminded me of uh, a date I opened a uh, shop at Domino's, and uh, I want to say my first three deliveries, I, I saw the most. I can't even explain it in words what I saw. Like, I get to the door, I knock, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and like five minutes goes by, and I'm ringing the doorbell, knocking. Finally, this person answers the door. And, you know, I do my whole slogan, you know, is, you know, this person home, I have a delivery for them, whatever. And bestowed to me is this, like, Five foot one girl, retard, bearded thing. And I'm like, uh, what the fuck? Like, they were all three categories all in one. And I was so confused. And I was like, all right, that, that's, you know, that's, that's the joke of the day. Yeah. And I'm driving back from the delivery and uh, I'm stopped at a light. And I, I'm watching the cars turn onto the street that I'm on. And here comes this like Prius. And in the passenger seat is this like full on Hispanic male that eats fucking burritos all day, 300 pounds and has this pink wig on with like this half beard. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What you saw was Again? a party. Yeah, I just kept seeing him that day. I saw like two more, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, you guys were talking about like transgender shit, I think. Yeah, and that's what what skewed me onto the idea, and I had to write it down. That's funny. But uh, you know, a, a lady approaches you. You're at the bar, and uh, you know it's a little dark in there. You can't tell if she's got stubble, maybe a five o'clock shadow. And uh, she wants to buy you a drink. What do you do? She's female, right? Obviously, or just... <laughs> I don't know. You, you is, see... she like, um, is she more menopausal? I mean, is she cute, but just has a beard? Perhaps. <laughs> you don't know what's in the lakes. So it, it could be... Yeah, it could look like a female. They've got makeup on, so it hides some of the, the, the masculine features. Uh, if they had them, uh, for example. Um, but you kind of see this like weird, dark shadow around their chin. You can't tell if it's the lighting or the beard. Turns out it's a beard. What do you do? Take the beer. Go back to my pool game. See, but you're, you're. I guess it depends. If... Go ahead. Uh -huh. Go ahead. No, you I'll go ahead. I was gonna say, I guess it. I guess it's up to you if you're feeling adventurous that night. <laughs> oh shit! I think if I did drink, I'd probably take the drink. <laughs> 
And then I think I would ask. Because I've asked before. And I think just because of like who who I am, uh, I'm I'm kind of like a not not imposing figure, you know. I think I could get away with just taking the drink and then being like, "All right, you know." Like, that was interesting. And that's where it'll end. Yeah, I, I get a lot of random encounters. Um, you know, I'm face-to-face with a lot of customers throughout the day. Um, which, Whichever job that I'm working, um, all these encounters have uh, okay. been with Domino's as the pizza guy. And uh, we... There's this house that we know it by its address because these customers are are very tight knit. They want their food done a certain way, and it's every time like they'll place their order online and call us and super tight knit. So respect to them for that. I show up to their door. This is like the fourth or fifth time that I've been there, and this uh, black male opens the door and. Uh, Whenever they order, it's either for one name or the other. There's only two names that they order from. So, you know, I ask, is it if, uh, is this order for so-and-so? You know, can they come to the door? And he goes, no, I can take the food. Uh, typical bullshit. I'm like, hey, you know, this is how much you owe me, whatever. And then he just stops and he stares at me. And so I'm kind of like stuck. I'm like, oh, why the fuck is he staring at me? Yeah. And he goes, man, you fine as hell. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. All right. Uh, the total is still this, though. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, I'm about to turn around to leave with the money, and he goes, I told you, you fine oh. as hell. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. Oh, I have Run. to attack the fucking beast now. And I was like, uh, thanks. And I turned around and I just, I booked it. I, I ran. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Like, he didn't tell me once, but twice. And I'm like, uh, I don't like you. So, Timmy, let me ask you a question. I guess you didn't take the free drink? Um, no. I wouldn't want a drink of anything of his. No. All right. Hard no for me. You're on the, on the bro, bro. I had a... What was I going to call it? A bra and bra. Have any of you guys ever been to Lamaze class? Well, neither Timmy or Sean has. How about our special guest? Are you a father? Are you married? Yeah, but I've never been to Lamaze class, no. Okay. So everyone is aware of what Lamaze class is. We've all seen it in movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You go with your wife or whatever. So... Put yourself there in the, in the Lamaze class. It's your first day. Hello and welcome, everybody. You know, don't be shy. Introduce yourselves to each other. Look to your left. There's a couple. Husband and wife. Oh, hello. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You look to your right, and there's another lovely couple, but it's Mr. and Mr. Jones. Mm-hmm. But you look over at Mrs. Jones, who's still Mr. Jones, and he's got the big old pregnant belly bump. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. The yeah, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still trying to work that one out. <laughs> Men can have babies now, right? Okay. It's gonna happen. Okay. Okay. 
okay, so there you are. Now you look over to see bro and bro, but they're a couple, uh-huh. and they're having their first. How would you greet them? Would you offer them a drink? Would you accept them as part of your community circle? I think the way I see it... Ah, uh, you can go ahead, Sean. Nah, nah, you got it. Okay. <laughs> you guys can't. You guys are fucked on this one. The, the way I see it is we we are so far deep into the history of the, you know, the LGBTQ XYZ shit. Um, I, I can remember back to the days that they wanted to just be able to marry each other, the same sex. Um, and now we're in the ages of, you know, they think males can have kids and eventually they end up adopting and they go through the circle of life. The way I see it is as long as it's you guys doing all that. Cool. You know, I'm not going to hate against you. I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to talk shit about you. You're doing what you feel like is the correct thing. And you know, that's what you like. That's what you accept. But that's cool. Um, but the moment you come up to me in the bar and uh, you're transgender and I look like a single white male and you offer me a drink because you went inside my pants. Mm-hmm. It's a different story. All right, but what if they're literally your neighbors, member HOA, Little League team, PTA, school, uh, so everything, you're just looking if they're already together, then the chances of them no, coming up to me. I'm talking about you locked in as you know these people. You see these people every day. Where it's just so all the rights, the gender identity gates, it's it's this is your next level of uh the fuck do you even call it wokeness? So like I said, so, you're 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 there trying to live your own life, right? You're there in the Lamas class. And you're my, there shopping. Yeah, me and my my uh, my gay neighbors. You know, we just so happen to get home at five o'clock from work every day and we check the mail. We get out of our car, we go to the mailbox and he goes, hey, Tim, you know, uh, how's your day going? I'll have a full on conversation with him. I don't care. But the moment it gets weird and he goes, so how do you feel about me and my husband? I'm not going to answer that question because... That's going to put me on the shit list. You should let him tune into our show. He would love it. Yeah, I probably should. You're like, hey, you got Discord? <laughs> but yeah. You know what I think, what I think is weird about the, the kids is when the, the kids go to school and mm-hmm. other students talk to each other about their parents or who's raising them. I, I think it's sad where some of these kids will... will I don't know. Just like us poor kids, poor kids grew up idolizing the rich kids with uh, sneakers. You know, these kids are going from, oh, I wish I had a pair of Jordans. I wish I had two parents. I wish I can cut off my penis. (laughs) It escalates pretty fast. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, put it right off. Cut it. For me, I think it's, um, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that my kids are old enough to my youngest is like 17, so I don't have to deal with that. And I'm kind of glad about that because, man, that's got to that's be a tough conversation to have. 
Right. Especially yeah, when it's definitely. just like you're supposed to be, you're, you're supposed to be a kid. Like you know what I mean. You're not supposed to be worried about all these other external like grown up situations. Like you should just be worried about you know playing sports or doing whatever it is you love to do, gaming, whatever it is, as a kid, and just hanging out. Let alone having to deal with like such such like power, like really like strong things that like they shouldn't have to be thinking about. Man. Yeah. I think I, I think I think kids these days, man, they they've. I almost feel bad in a sense, like even even just like it went, not to get off the topic you're talking about, but even just as far as like going through high school or college, like you have kids that have like so much stress put up put upon them to like get get these good grades, do these like community service, and when you go into this college, you have all this paperwork to validate you being able to get into that college, and it's like, man, they're just kids. Like, yeah, no, I right? that's crazy. Yeah, you know, I, it's I, I agree. You say that. Oh, go for it, Sam. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying I, I agree with that. Um, you know, the average age of a, uh, I don't want to say fighter pilot, but um, a bomber in World War II was 19. Yeah, it could have been a 17, but it was still like 19 to 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that being said, uh, even now, you go in the Marines, the Army, you take a kid fresh out of boot, train fucking killer. As he's an asset, he's a weapon, he's a tool, right? He's still only a 18-year-old kid, 19-year-old kid. Right. Then you're going you're gonna to go send him to go to other countries and go do some fucked up grown man shit. And then yeah, expect that, 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 that was... come back and come back to father his cool. kid and be normal. Right. And then you promise him. We're going to give you all this health care. I don't want to get off the subject and everything, but the fact is, is that young man is still just a kid. He's just, yeah. just a grown boy. So I said, as you thing, saying, like, I can't, I can't, I can't buy a beer, but I can kill somebody. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was Me crazy. and Timmy had that conversation before, you know, with cigarettes. Timmy couldn't mm-hmm. buy cigarettes there for a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to go on with what, uh, Ruben was saying is, is especially with the kids let them grow up let them experience the experiences that they're going to experience you know at school you know out in public they go out with their friends to you know the amusement park you know whatever whatever their parents will allow let them experience those experiences I said experience like eight times, but let them do those things on their own. You know, you can push your beliefs on them. You know, you so might so you happen to be a a Christian family, you know, you you go to church on Sundays, or you know, you might be liberal or Republican, or you might be gay, or you might hate gays let your kid do do the learning on their own let them believe in what they want to believe and then when they become an adult they can make their own decisions you know you can kind of push moral rights you know i don't really like this but you know nowadays it's supposed to be believed in you know like the lgbtq shit you know, a lot of older people don't believe in it. 
you should be allowing them to understand that it's okay to do what you want to do. That it's your right to do so. You want to eat pussy or suck dick. That's your decision. People are going to hate you or like you or be in between with it at all times, no matter what you do. You can steal a car, rob a bank, help the old lady across the street. There's always going to be somebody that likes it and hates it at the same time. Do what you feel like is okay in your head. Except like kill a bunch of people at a supermarket because they're black and save the one white person. But you know, that's not the topic. Yeah. That that's why people are so up in arms though about about um schools, public schools in particular, uh attempting to do a horrible job because it's a government trying to trying to uh raise our kids. They do a terrible job. But hasn't that hasn't and, that hasn't that like steadily happened though? Like yeah, that, that's been happening. Like yeah, if you mm-hmm. if you spank your kid, then they you know you, you get involved. And I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I'm just saying like that was a deterrent, or even just the thought of you were gonna get a spanking was a deterrent until the fact that that the you know people get involved in that, and now you have a child that's no longer afraid. I mean, even religion to a certain point had its had its um, deterrent factor for people, just how to act in society in general. Even just the thought of you were going to go to hell, like you know, you you somewhat acted right. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, you can't spank your child because they'll call CPS on you. Your go- your own kid. My 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 nineteen year old called the cops one time on me because I spanked him. It wasn't the butt. It wasn't like I was you know beating him or anything like that. But he already had that in his head that that was an option, you know, and um, you know, luckily that that turned out great. I didn't not great, but I'm saying like that wasn't that didn't turn out with me getting like arrested for it or something. It's like literally I spanked him. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it's propaganda in the uh, I, it, really it's propaganda in the school system. Is you can have the most belivalent child ever he believes in star wars and fucking math is super cool and then you get this really outside child that knows too much oh i think i I think that's just i think that's going through your your puberty though i think puberty hits kids so hard that just going through puberty itself is is such a such a bitch yeah no you, you your life changes at that point. Right. You know, exactly. You start doing all these weird things that you've never done before. And your parent, I, I think a lot of parents don't think like talk to their children about that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, for example, I don't think uh, my parents have had that talk with my sister. Um, <laughs> she's 16. Um, and, and, and James laughs because I've come to him for a few things about, you know, my sister, my sister has done some insanely outrageous, crazy shit that I would have never thought of when I was going through my educational programs. And, uh, you know, now a she's 
got these little boyfriends. You know, well, hold on, hold on. So I could tell Ruben because uh, Ruben's uh, Ruben will understand in my my point of view, and I'll use my my terminology. Um, Timmy's adolescent sister is dating a registered voter. Oh, okay. And sounds legal. Yeah, of course, because if there's not a victim, there's not a crime. And as long as right. parents support it, and as long as they're, she doesn't get pregnant, or as long as they don't get caught breaking the law, so as long as the she doesn't get out. caught. Yeah, because they're out partying, drinking, right up to the point where he crashes that fucking car. And I hate to say something bad happens somewhere, somehow, something, wherever it goes astray, then he might catch a charge, but... Until then, it's just a normal day on TikTok. Yeah, so it's not the same registered voter, but it's, you know, the third or fourth registered voter. Holy and, shit. That's a type. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter how far I try to get into her head. It doesn't fucking matter. You can't, dude. You can't. Nope. And and you can't. You, you, you have to, sometimes you, you can, you have to kind of just speak your piece Give her the tools, and it's up to her to make that decision. And I'm not, not to say that I'm right or wrong as far as like, but that's kind of that's kind of my parent parental philosophy is my kids are going to do what they're going to do at the end, and all I can give you is the if you want to go if you want to go down this path this, this this is what the outcome is if you want to go down this path this is what the outcome is, and it's up to you because at the end, at the end of the day you're a grown man at some point and you're going to have to live with those consequences, so. Yep, and, and yeah, that's exactly what I explained to her is I, you know, I, I try and play the, the tough brother role. I try mm-hmm. to play the parent role. I try and play the, you know, we're cool. I understand what you're doing and I understand why you're doing it, but I want you to learn the lesson role and nothing gets through to her. I, I've, I've told her the, you get fucking pregnant, I'm going to kill that motherfucker role. I've played well, you the... you can't do that, dude. You can't do that, yeah. I've, That's I've, what I've told them, but fuck, it's... I've told... Yeah, I've, I've you have to, explained you have to just lay it out. the, the consequence like, role, like, look. Right, right. Go and do that dumb shit. Like, this is how your the rest of your life is going to be. You know what, dude? Sometimes I, people I, just have to go through shit. They have to go through it. They're, they're, they're not going to... And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a product of that. I, I do, I'm the same way. I had yeah, to go through my shit to realize what, you know, what the actual consequences were. Yeah. We're hard headed. And, 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 and it, exactly. It's, it's hard headed. We're believing more in what we're hearing and listening to on the phone and in our friends at school than we are our parents. Your parent tells you no, but your friends say you're a bitch if you don't do it. You're going to go do it. So. Well, you kind of have to play the the opposite, like kind of like that thing where, you know, if they tell you not to do something, they're gonna go do it. So, you kind of you have to do the reverse psychology deal. Yeah, exactly. Like their friends are doing it. It's like whatever. Go ahead and go do it, and then see where you end up. Right. Uh, with we were talking about the crime crime aspect of it, right? And then uh, Ruben could uh, weigh in on this because he's. Uh, He's a generation just above you. Where the, at least you're not woke, Timmy. Um, <laughs> are you a computer, Tim? I am. Look up 
Well, I don't know if it, he'll just do nationwide or just the California. He'll just do California. Uh, what is California's federal penitentiary yearly budget? I think it's oh shit, dude. Oh god, I'm pretty sure it's one hundred eighty-eight. It's astronomical. Yeah, it's one hundred eighty-eight billion. The last time I looked, I don't know if it's one ninety-eight or one eighty. So for fiscal year twenty twenty-two, they had a budget of. Uh, uh, in between two hundred and forty-two and uh, five hundred and ten billion, so we'll say three fifty. All right. So what's uh, so? My question is: You see how inhumane the prison conditions are in uh, other countries, right? Or the overcrowding and stuff. What did you say, as a senator or president, tomorrow? You said. We're going to take away 90% of your prison budget. We don't give a fuck how you do it. You, you only get 10%. We'll, we'll take that other 90 and we'll put it into... Uh, It'll turn into that. Well, no, we'll split the... We'll go 40 and 40 for uh, more medical and education. Because I think Obamacare nationwide is only 60 million. So you're still... You could pay for everyone to have health care and then you, you'll have... We'll just say another sixty million for it. Well, you have more than that, as you said, it's almost three hundred, three hundred billion. Yeah, something like that. Oh, geez, yeah, we're fucking way. Yeah, because look at that. Because yeah, because you could pay for Obamacare uh, thirteen hundred times with the same. I ran those numbers before. So my question is: it if you made all, not all, but all your high risk offender crimes that you see people, if you punish them. A hundred percent more than what you did today. Do you think all your petty crime people that are in county jail, that are just doing burglaries, weapon possession, drug possession, do you think that could have enough cause and effect to deter crime, people acting out the way they do? Um, how we're talking about these kids that are not afraid anymore to be punished. Do you think uh, so? Well, those, there was those rappers for a while that were battling out, like well, who could do a better prison term. Like even little Kim went to jail, remember? Because she wouldn't like. Uh-huh. Get, she she wouldn't rap. Huh? She wouldn't rat the guy out. The the people that did. There you go. Okay, so that's our our use uh, thing. Is like, oh, you need to go to prison. Now they get scared sh- uh, scared straight. Okay. No, they just learn how to be better criminals. Do you, do you know? Do you know what's the best example right now? Right now, as far as what to do with crime, look at El Salvador. Um, I kind of know what's going. On. I saw a little bit of it. Like this guy literally took. I, I don't know the stats or the numbers, but I I know that that's that place is drastically changing. And in a sense, oh, you kind of have to. Yes. You kind of have to do that. You kind of have to do that, man, because you. Okay. You, you can go. Where, I don't mean to interrupt, but is that where they were all rounding up all the gang members? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I saw this. What, go ahead. what did they do? There, there's your. They put them. They put them all in jail. They put them all in jail. They 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 threatened them with not feeding them food. They if they if they were committing if 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 somebody outside of jail that was 
part of their gang was committing crimes outside the jails, they would punish the ones that are inside since they're the ones that are the shock callers, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, so they would punish them and at the same time still go look for the other guys. I mean, these guys are like, it's almost like Saddam where they're finding them inside holes, inside barns, inside. Yeah. I mean, and meanwhile, you know, the, the world, I don't know if it's the World Health Organization or whoever it is, whoever is the, the watchdog group that looks at that type of stuff, they're condemning what he's doing. And it's just like, dude, I mean, at some point, it's like having a, it's like having a roach infestation in your house. At some point, it's, there's just too many. You, you're just, you're just going to have to wipe it out before you can get your house clean again. Totally. Yeah. You can't, you can't just continue just to let things go, 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 and expect nothing to happen. You know, there was a reason why they used to have, you know, you, you steal something, they cut off your hand. You, you know, you, you rape somebody, they cut off your dick. If you do that, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm not saying go back to that, but I, I bet you if we did, there'd be a lot less, a lot less, a lot more people thinking about what, the, what they were going to do. Okay, so you can't use the word uh, hanging anymore, okay? That wouldn't be okay. So, I always call it the water slide. So, what if there was just like an execution, uh, water park style, where <laughs> you just went through the water slide? But you know, have you ever seen on yeah, How It's Made how they make potatoes or French fries? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, where they put the potato through the water slide real fast, and it hits the screen, and it makes cool, you know, curly fries. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, curly fry the fucking uh, rapist at the National Water Park Death Day and feed the hungry dolphin to the bay. So if you you knew there was a fucking murder slide at at San Quentin... I guarantee you, you would think twice. That's what I'm getting at. And and that's where we've become a society. Yeah, we are more advanced and tolerant and all this other stuff, but it's like like you as a person. If you're a nice person all the time, people are going to walk all over you. So guess what's going to happen with our system? They're gonna walk all over you. Yeah. There's no consequences. There's no consequences for your actions. You're just gonna continue to do it, and it's plain and simple. It's it's yeah. a simple concept. Yep. We can just choose not to do it. There's there's too much money involved there. Okay. Well, I know the winning statement to uh, turn everybody over to it, and it's gonna be. Hold on, let me think about it for a second. Because it's not gonna be murder or suicide or recycling. What, Sean? What's that called when they uh, store carbon back in the ground, or you can buy a piece of land to make sure that the trees a tree for its whole life oh shit like i don't know conservancy no hold on, i'm thinking about it because there's a there's a big facade right now where <laughs> it's so funny because uh just like feed the children buy bibles for you know africans so that school and all yeah. that shit. so this one they're getting rich people to invest into property so they'll be like this is the last million acres of the rainforest oh, with yeah. your donation today, yeah. mm-hmm. you could save this section of rainforest and it will always be a rainforest for now until they find diamonds or gold and then they fucking mow the whole fucking thing down <laughs> so yeah all these rich people who are saying hey oh, like, look, like, you know, like land people. like land conservation right yeah it is but they're using some uh they're using a different word. Yeah, they're using different words, but that's essentially what what they're what they're doing is they're they're like. Uh, well, who's the governing body to make sure that 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 happens? Nobody. It's a it's a farce. So they can't. Is it kind of is it kind of like that Scotland thing where I can be a I can I can get knighted 
if I donate yeah. to a small plot, plot of land kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. Hey, by the way, I, I'm, I'm going to be that. So next podcast, I might be Sir Ruben. Oh, <laughs> that's you say that because I wanted just to add that to my driver's license. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> From now on, you will call me sir. And then I'm gonna get one out of Africa who makes me a doctor, so I could be Sir Doctor. Oh yeah, there, there you go, go. Doctor Sir. <laughs> doctor Professor. Carbon sustaining. Is it? Oh, anyway, so if you I, just I, I haven't heard of this yet, so I don't know. So let's turn uh, these pri- uh, high-risk prisoners. I see a high-risk prisoner because I just don't want to say all prisoners. I don't want to sound like Trump. Um, we're just I, I, I didn't hear you. you. You guys kind of cut out for a second. What, 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 what did you say? I didn't hear you. I said let's turn them into carbon, and, and that's your ah. meaning. <laughs> they are carbon. <laughs> I mean, it, technically, they, technically they are carbon. Technically, so I'm saying, all the human, human beings are carbon. Yeah. Yeah, but that that that, that only solves that, that only solves let's say this year's. What, what, how are we going to solve next year's? Okay, well that's part of the new budget. <laughs> Remember, we're going to reduce the budget by ninety percent. Okay. You lost another enough of those motherfuckers down the drain. You don't have to feed them anymore. I guess so, dude. You, it, it, it it'll take ten to twenty years to do it, but sure. Yeah. Okay, so, so check this out. Uh, my daughter's still learning about the Holocaust. And uh-huh. she told me, Dad, he killed 9 million people. And I'm like, yeah, he did. So then I, I pull, I'm going to show you something. So then I pulled up an image. And the only thing I could find is in Washington. And it shows a whole city block of people. And it shows there, it estimates at 100,000. 100, so show, I go, do the math. I go, you would need 100 rows of people of a hundred thousand to make a X amount. I go do the million. So she actually saw how many people they were. And she's like, well, why are you showing me how many people I go? I want to show you, look at all the faces. Look how long it's could actually take to euthanize each and every one of these people, dispose of them, you know, get rid of their clothes, all, all that nasty stuff that happened. I go, but you have to do this. That's a lot of people. And then, uh, cause uh, people are going to get mad at us. Because the U.S. wasn't the first one to the concentration camp. So if you actually take all the accountability for how many people came up missing, that's a lot of actual bodies. I'm not saying, you know, corpses or anything, but I was trying to get my daughter about a mass. Yeah, but it's, man, it's terrible that there was, was also telling her the logistics of it. I go, think of if you, if these were products and you have to ship nine million of these products for nine million cattle nine million heads of this nine million this how long would it take you to to successfully you know do whatever task you're doing at the quantity of nine million that's a shit time dude i i, I don't know where, where i was re- or somebody i don't know if it was on one of the sites or something but they were talking about genghis khan like that where he was like like the population went down by like ten percent or some shit like that during during his reign. I was like, "Fuck!" And he's like, "I don't know how many people have like his genes and shit." I'm like, "Damn." Yeah, shit ton of people. Yeah, all because he bred with all the women, all the the conquerors. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, all his concubines. Can you imagine that? That dude was just spreading it. 
Good thing he didn't have the Jeter, man. Uh, hey, you know who? Uh, you know who had the Jeter? Was uh, Columbus? He took the Jeter back to because uh, yeah, he took. They were sleeping with all the Indian women, and then when they went back home to England or France or where they went back to uh, Spain, all the all they took all the fucking herbs and the syphilis and the Jeter to uh, back to Spain. Hell yeah, from the Native Americans. Wow. That's one way to do it. Well, it's funny because we gave them what a uh, was small pandemic. Did we give them the Spanish yeah. flu, man? That's that, that's what I got. I got the Spanish. Oh flu. yeah, you actually got that <laughs> shit. Good lord! <laughs> I was in Spain and got the flu, so I got the Spanish flu. <laughs> it's crazy. You real sick? Yeah, dude. I was fucking real sick. I had shivers. I, I never experienced like that. Oh, you didn't have the room? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I got that, but I had no symptoms. I was asymptomatic or symptomatic. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you were a host. Yeah. Just waiting to let that bomb off. <laughs> Can we say that? Well, yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. <laughs> all right. As long as it's connected with the word China. Oh, oh, shit. Here we go. Let's say all the, all the things we can't say. <laughs> in a sentence in a sentence harbor freight harbor freight harbor freight i said it three times <laughs> chinesium we know what you're made of what word did you say uh a couple weeks ago it glitched the shit out of the fucking recording oh i have no idea it was, i thought it was oh. china but i have no, no idea. no it was um Tibby said a fucking fancy proper word and the phone was like <laughs> don't say that word I remember that's funny shit yeah oh but uh, I, I was super interested in um in a couple of things here so I'll just rattle them off just to continue down a path so for one uh, the conversation way at the beginning when we were talking about like trends in masculinity i was reading and i i wish that i could bring it up right here in front of me but i disconnected my my laptop from the internet for reasons and uh i was reading earlier that there is a verifiable trend in testosterone production in men that's been happening since the 1980s and it's accelerated to like uh i think it was like a like a tens, maybe like like a twenty percent uh, decrease on average in uh, testosterone production in men, to where nowadays the average male in his early thirties is producing testosterone that in the nineteen seventies would have been produced by a sixty-year-old man. Oh wow! Right? Jesus. Yeah, and they're projecting that this trend is going to continue and of course they, yeah they, they don't know why necessarily uh some people how about all the shit that we're eating and we're eating dude all the crap that we're eating yeah yeah for sure but you know there, there's there's not gonna be any serious inquiry into it until it's too late but definitely i mean that's the thing that makes sense too and then an, another person had an interesting um suspicion and it's kind of like it sounds unscientific but there's a lot of shit that sounds unscientific that 
has actually, you know, been proven to affect uh, what otherwise could only be affected scientifically. And this person was saying that it's the culture, that it's a mental thing that's causing it's a mental thing that's causing a morphology, a physical change in our uh, in our bodies, and it's mental, but it's it's affecting our behavior, right? So uh, men exercise less. We eat yeah, that, well, that's we what eat. I was going to say. Yeah. Aren't, aren't we, like, more sedentary? sedentary yeah, yeah, sedentary? we eat more or less. We're, we're less active. Um, right. Less, uh, less inspired. So there's less things mm-hmm. to aspire to and to uh, demand these testosterone-driven uh, ventures in our lives. But all in all, hey, I was like, wow, this, uh-huh. go ahead. I was going to say, in that study, did they mention anything about uh, the future generations becoming sterile? Uh, no, I mean, that, that's that's extrapolation, you know, that's speculation. Um, but it was just, it was just uh, pretty much just a quantitative data accumulation of a subset of people in, in America, in North America. And that's what... You know what that means? Uh-huh. That means we got to go back to 1970s porn, bro. Oh, dude. Oh, Bring bush. the bush back. Bring the bush back. Yeah. <laughs> make, make the bush great again. <laughs> make the bush great again. Hey, yeah. since we're talking about uh, 1970s porn, we'll, we'll ask Ruben. Ruben, do you remember um, who Tracy Lords was? Yes. But that was in the 70s. I think she was in the 80s. Okay, I was trying to tell the guys about it, about the whole uh, uh, Tracy Lord uh, conundrum. Tell them uh, you're. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not exactly 100 percent sure what you're talking about, but I just know she was a porn star and then became a somewhat of a actress, I guess you could say. Well, she uh, lied about her age to get into the porn industry. So oh, she was sixteen. Oh. Holy shit! Well, I mean, yeah, but back then, dude, like. People used to do that shit all the time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But she was famous. I mean, guys in the guys in the yeah, she was super famous. She was hot too. Yep. Yeah, and uh, we need to bring her back, but we need to make sure it's appropriate nowadays. But isn't that crazy? I mean, like that that. And if if you look, I wouldn't if, doubt it, man. Yeah, if you look at the cultures too, like. Uh, it immediately it made me think of like these uh, these boy bands that you see being real real popularized mm-hmm. by the algorithm al- mm-hmm. algorithms nowadays, where they're just like kind of super feminized, flashy. What's my what, what, what do you think the end game is though? What do you think the end game to all this shit is? If as it's, far as like all that, you think it's an actual somebody behind it, or are we just fucking gonna run into the wall? It's our culture, dude. Our, 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 our culture went haywire. Our, our culture lost the ability to survive when we stopped. It's not just us, though. Yeah. It's not just us here in the U.S. It's worldwide. Yeah, yeah, it's totally worldwide. And I think, yeah, it's, that's, that's exactly what I mean. Is like humans, we don't have to think to survive, right? Not really. Mm-hmm. And, and as countries right. get more modernized, that becomes more so the case to where now... If the power shut off, we were talking about this in a, in a previous episode. If the power shut off right now, how many people would probably die in a week in the Midwest because they have no ability? They're not prepared. They're 
you know, you you name it. You you, you can imagine all of the reasons why right. people would perish. And right. uh, society has has again lost um, the incentive for us as men to be to occupy what we would call nowadays like a traditional male position in society and in our community. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how we lost, how men lost their, like you said, their their position, their, their I don't know, their direction and to even know what the fuck they're doing anymore. I mean, hell, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore as far as a man. I mean, I've got an answer. You, what's that? <clears throat> so throughout the 1900s, I would say early 1900s, um, you know, we've got trains nowadays. We have the locomotives, and they're pulling a mile long worth of uh, cars. Or cargo, yeah. Cargo or coal or whatever it is, gasoline. All of those railways were built back then with a mail, a sledgehammer, and some steel nails, basically. Right. And that person, that mail was swinging a hammer for fucking however long a day. And they were these That's big, be bulky fucking men. And they'd go out and they would hunt. On their day off or their days off, they would go out and they'd kill a deer or a bear. And they'd stock up food for their family for the winter or summer or whatever the season might be. Things were very survivalist then. <laughs> we're nowadays the rails are being set by basically robots. So now it's a guy supervising somebody that's driving this robot sitting in a chair after he just ate his quesadilla from Taco Bell and he's pressing the button to shoot the nails down into the steel. Okay, this railway is set. Where next, boss? So and we're lazy. Industrialization and mechanization just naturally gave way to uh to less necessity for uh physical involvement with things like that right i think we should just go back to farming fuck it let's go back to being farmers <laughs> yeah no shit i mean th- there's whole communities in okay so it's like i i feel like the united states is is a couple of decades behind in terms of the consequences of this culture right um and if you look at the communities that are, I would quote unquote, say like ahead of us, like say Switzerland, for example, they have a shit ton of communities and housing tracks being built specifically with this kind of thing in mind. You know, like they're a lot of these community developers and a lot of these individual builders, they're building homes with greenhouses incorporated into the structure of the home and it's like the goal is for your home to not just be this consumptive object it's supposed to be somewhere that actually sustains you you know and we can do that here we we used to be like that here uh i think it was before the start of world war ii most homes in the united states had like a pretty decent amount of chickens or at least like some garden space a lot of people canned. They canned their food for, yeah. the, for the winter. Yeah. We, Big you time. know, but then we have technology come in, like like Tim was saying, and we have the economic development 
make us more impoverished in our ability or in our ability to survive but makes things easier in the immediate term because we have refrigerators that everybody has access to our houses are built with ele electrical outlets you know it's fascinating to me and then you you think about also the valuation of these roles right like if you if you think about how uh, a railway builder or a plumber or a construction worker those things are vital like all of this infrastructure that enables these fuckers to have these fluffy ass jobs that enables lawyers to sit in a courtroom and do all this formal shit wear their suits like these things are all done by necessary but very not venerated artisans you know you know what craft people you you you, you kind of touched something that i that um that i've, I've kind of always i don't know who i was talking to about this but it's kind of like kind of the same thing we were talking about like people like i remember when i was younger like it didn't necessarily matter what job you had it was how you carried yourself that gained your or earned your respect yeah. within your community or whatever yeah right and like now it's reversed it's like how much money you got is what dictates how much respect you get yeah it's kind of fucked up it is fucked and it's totally divorced from really what's valuable like like how fucked up is it that say like like plumbers say some some rich clothing designer right they they eat they eat uh a gordita from mr taco right here in redlands and they fucking have the giant shits and they clog their pipes and they have to call this guy and it's like nobody gives a fuck that this guy is totally necessary to the continuation of this person's life in their house for all intents and purposes yeah. you know but this person now the, the people in the trades are getting paid higher amounts of money but it's still like a low status job it's a low status position in society you know big time mm -hmm. and what's weird about it hey, who, is that who called it a poop job i don't mean to interrupt you you no. called it a poofy job poopy job okay go ahead i'm sorry oh <laughs> no oh, you, you said a hard-working job in a in a, a poofy job oh, or uh like yeah a, like a like a fluffy job okay go ahead continue on that i'm gonna tell i'm gonna touch on that here but go ahead sure sure i'll, I'll be quick um but yeah what, what's interesting about about also in these roles is that okay so there's this whole issue of like are these all the all of these necessary things to keep the infrastructure running and to keep the lights on nobody cares too much about them but at the same time we can't expect people nowadays that that we have all this information to aspire only to that you know what i mean like that's not fulfilling cleaning pipes all day it's a fucking conundrum it really is a conundrum it's and it's difficult to find your way through it which is why i think we're all so confused especially as men you know, we're really confused as to what to do. And, and don't forget to add, a lot of it isn't the workers itself. You got to think a lot of companies are going, man, I can pay $6 a quart of oil, keep this machine running, compared the to the $40 I've been paying these eight people to mine out this mine or whatever, or to set the rails on the tracks. Yep. Dude, I just saw an ad for a fucking robot that's going to clean bathrooms now. I'm like, holy shit. So, so, as, as, 
as much as it is um, people being born closer to our age, uh, being lazy and getting paid to press buttons and instead of doing the act of the robot itself, it's also employers going, hell yeah, I'm going to save money here, here, and here and let them do what they want because I'm going to save money no matter what. Yeah. All right, James, the fluffy job. Talking about fluffy job. Um, oh, pause here for a second. So I seen um, uh, a bait question where they're asking people like on the street, you know, these questions. And the question is, uh, would you ha- rather have a high profile job for no pay or clean the sewers for 200,000 a year? And, uh, of course, you know, they're only focusing on the bunch of these girl, pretty girls and shit. And all the pretty girls are like, um, all the foofy people said, high, high job, no pay. All the working guys like us said, clean the sewers for 200k a year. And he goes, sure, I'll take that job. Yeah. Uh, so with that being said, uh, I had a, a, my neighbor and, you know, I asked him one day, you know, what do you do? And he goes, oh, I work for uh, Falcon, you know, Falcon Tire. And I was like, oh, cool, you know. And uh, he told me he was a forklift driver. And he unloads. What if he load? He loads. Palletized tires all, you know, ready in a in an order. You know, they're all stacked, out of pallet, and shrink-wrapped. And they put them on the truck, and they send them to, you know, like, are you a local uh, America's Tire Depot or whatever? Yeah. And I asked him, well, you know, at one point, I go, how do you like your job? And he goes, oh, it's not too bad. I just sit on a forklift all night. And I drive. You know, like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. And he goes, nah, man. He goes, I'm glad I'm white. And I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And he goes, he goes, if you're white, you get a forklift. He says, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. God Yeah. He says, if you're Mexican, you have to unload four trucks per night by hand. And by these hand. are the confinement. Okay, hold on. So these trailers are the ones that actually come from Korea after the other slaves like, load all the... Because remember, it's a bulk load of tires. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one shipment. So the, it's 1,000 fucking 225, 45, R15, whatever's in there, right? Yeah. So then he was telling me... Um, how they unload the trailers one guy gets in there what he does is uh by the time he gets to the in the back he's actually just throwing the whole tire over his head and you yeah. throw it and you bounce it and it gets to the next guy and that's how they receive the tires so he told me one guy it's one guy per truck and they're expected to do four trailers a night i so should do that when i used to work at ashley's yeah, man. Fucking furniture and it was stacked. You know, the boxes were stacked super tight and all this other shit. Similar thing. You take it apart, put it on a pallet, wrap it up. Guy comes in with a forklift, takes it out, and you just do that shit all night long. Damn. Well, I felt bad knowing, knowing the guy had to, had to work like that. Okay, so check this out. So I get a service call and I go over to Falcon Tiger. And I'm only on one side of the warehouse. I'm on the, the nice side. Yeah. The forklifts up. It's all clean. All the guys, they're on their brakes. There's fucking cups and monsters all over the fucking 
forklift, and I was just like looking around at all these guys for spoofy fucking job. I was like, wow, I wonder where they keep the help. I wonder what the other side of the warehouse looks like, <laughs> the, the condition. Yeah. Because I've gone to uh, other Walmart ones where uh, it's a high security area, so like everybody has to eat in this little commingle work area. Everyone has like these open lockers. You have to leave your phone in there. It's like, and like I feel bad because I can walk in there and I have my phone. You know? None of these people could have their phones. Um, it's weird how they how they treat warehouse workers. The, the, necessarily the conditions or whatnot, but uh, your value as a person. I think that you're, you're definitely a number, dude. You're definitely a number. I don't even call it a number, man. I think you're just a fucking <laughs> a meat body, and uh, that and then it's for uh, a minimum wage too. So which is a form of poverty, uh, expected wage or attendance for for your your pay. Uh, and then, as you know, Timmy, expected to hit all your those numbers and stuff. Uh, Ruben, you're expected to move so much furniture. But how about that fucking poor dude that has to do four fucking trailer fulls a night? So it would be in a shift. You can, I guess, so each trailer you get to uh, compare it to like a football game. You know, a quarter. You yep. have 15, 20 minutes to fucking empty that fucking truck or an hour. And then I imagine. Uh, just, yeah, whatever. It, it, I don't know. it is kind of mysterious i mean like like something is uh something is amiss there and it probably takes a, a a scholar of like i'm not sure what you would call it you know this kind of thing specifically to to do it justice but like it, it, it's like kind economics of economics or what I guess so, but economists are fucking stupid as fuck. What, what economist has ever solved anything anywhere with their fucking PhDs, dude? Like, and they all they do is justify sweatshops, you know? They or they there do their, they do their best. Um, but like it, it's just so crazy how like the the more seemingly the more vital your function is to the machinery and to the products that are coveted by the people in the higher echelons of society the less valued your labor is right and so it's like the the money flows unequally from the low guy the producer oftentimes of these things to the owner of the machinery well, why, and of the building that's what uh-huh. That's why com- that's why communism and socialism became so popular as it did. Yeah, because it was a real it was a real like feeling for the people that fucking were the workers. Like they felt it every day, so they were like, "Oh shit, we don't have everybody the same." Cool, I'm sign me up. Yeah, but then it was like a, gov- okay. a governing body trying to tell you how to do it and it's like that. oh no yeah i'm not saying it's i'm yeah. not saying it's right or, or oh know. yeah yeah there, no. there there hasn't been there hasn't been any system government created ever ever that that works yeah period how about teamsters teamsters what do you mean? Pretty, union yeah union union workers or right, even then, one better it always goes but, to the other end you know there, there's always a pendulum yeah some of those towards the end, they used it for the mafia. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, towards the end, they started using the money for the mafia. It's kind of the same thing as government. Towards the end, they kind of start 
helping their buddies out and you know totally. that type of shit totally it's 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 interesting to think about that and like that that sentiment in the light of the way that society is going with all these people that manage social media accounts for seventy thousand dollars a year you know oh it's fucking ridiculous dude it's like like what is that buddy like something something is going fucking wrong over there you know and what's what what i heard one guy say and i'm not sure how much i can agree with him on this but he he was saying that it's the result but I, i understand him too at the same time he's saying that it's it's the result of um what he called the feminization of society and it was kind of he was kind of riffing off of the whole testosterone thing right and like the the resultant um communal structure societal structure as that becomes uh more exacerbated as time goes on and it's like nobody wants to see these roles glorified that are not fluffy and shiny and you know they 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 want to they want to hide away all the ruffian stuff right all these buildings magically go up by themselves they maintain themselves right and society is definitely taking away the incentive to be a part of that that whole side of things so i don't i don't exactly know what the end goal is I don't know whether or not it's been contrived, conceived, and perpetrated upon the populace of the of the globe by any one particular plan. Some people believe so, uh, which I, I, in some way, I can understand. But it seems that globally, culturally, that we've we're setting ourselves up to head off a fucking cliff with this stuff, man. It's going to be a reset. Yeah, the the only way is a fucking reset. And you can do it personally by starting a farm. Doing that kind of deal. But well, you yeah. know what? That's that's something that's something that I, that I was thinking about myself. Like, why? Lately, everything has become a cause and become a fight and all this other shit. And I'm just like, why are we fucking even bothered with that shit? Why don't we just look locally? Yeah. Like, look at locally. Like, let's build something locally. And then, and then that'll extend out. If that if that succeeds and then that'll extend up, like you said, we we farm for ourselves, we create food for ourselves. We don't have to be eating food that's fucking coming from like I don't know South America or even Europe or none of that shit. Yeah, just eat whatever 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 is seasonal, and you're always gonna have fresh food. You know, yeah, it's not gonna be freaking steaks or whatever it is or freaking salmon from over here or whatever, but. You just kind of have to eat with what's there. Yeah. You know, and then just build from that. Like, how are we going to make this place better? Why, why is this shit all, why is there trash all over the place? All right, well, how about all these, you know, all this, all this community service will fucking start having those guys clean it up. Or you, make it an incentive for you instead of sitting on the couch all day after you get off work. Make it an incentive for you to volunteer for like an hour and get whatever the hell, I don't want to call it a social credit, but... I know that's gonna fucking be a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Go around like, and be like, man, my neighborhood's a shithole. There's trash everywhere on this fence. And yeah. it's like, okay. Did you stop your car or stop your legs from walking you from the bus and 
go pick up that Lido yeah. bag with the tuna in it. But there has to be a plan. Like it has to be. Everybody has to buy in. If if everybody doesn't buy in, then it's just not gonna fuck. And pe- Honestly, people are fucking retarded too, man. Or I'm sorry, not retarded, but people are people are really really dumb, and they're not long term thinking. And so you have, for example, in Redlands, Redlands is great farming, right? Great area for farming. This whole area, man. Uh, this yeah, whole area. yeah, the whole area is perfect. And um, uh, what do they grow? They grow fucking oranges. They grow like well, why fucking oranges? You know, the the oranges don't grow very well. So oranges was the shit. Yeah, it was. Oranges was the shit. It was definitely. Right. And for export, mainly. You know, but imagine, like, if we tore down these stupid ornamental orange groves and instead did something actually useful, like, we grow some vegetables here, some low-maintenance fucking vegetables, and we put our efforts towards that, and they use, like, half the water... Like man, there's there's so much shit. It, it it it's very disappointing to look around and see the stupidity that's evident in the infrastructure that has come before and that's sustained because people want to preserve heritage. Heritage over survival doesn't really make sense, you know. But then then again too, look at how many people have these huge properties here, and what do they choose to do with it? A lawn, a pool. Uh, things, things of that nature. I want a pool. I want a fucking pool. Shit. Yeah, pools are cool. <laughs> pools are alright. But you know what? You know what I mean, right? Like, like it's. Yeah, like, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's all cyclical, man. I mean, look at we, we had what in the 1800s. Everybody was was had a farm, you know, and then the, the industrial revolution, and then after that. You know, they came off the farms and went over there. It's the same thing that's happening now. Everybody's already worked at the factories. Well, guess what? Now it's digital jobs. That's yeah, why it's happening. It's real big. It's, trans- it's just transforming. It's you, just transforming. You know what's crazy? My, you, you, you're either going to go or get or get lost. I mean, unfortunately. My, my grandparents, <laughs> they moved from Los Angeles. Uh, they lived in El Monte. And they were doing the jobs, doing the work. Right, and they bought a farm way out in the corner of uh, Apple Valley. Well, I, sh- I shouldn't say they bought a farm; they they turned it into a farm. And I remember our farm had pomegranates, and watermelon, and plums, and corn, and carrots, and lettuce, and all kinds of shit. We had animals, goats, chickens. Everything would like help, you know. We would eat the animals. And my parents decided. Oh, we don't want to live like that. It's the fucking 80s. There's laser beams and hookers and cocaine down there, you know, and fucking the Inland Empire. And so they left. And today I was just thinking on it. And I think about it randomly sometimes where I'm like, damn, parents, like, you fucked up. You came, you came from a farm that was done already. All the hard work was done. It had a well. The house, ha- the house was extended. There was other structures on the property. Like, are you kidding how much I would like to live in that situation over my apartment situation? That shit would be dope. But it was this weird illusion of... Uh, it wasn't a cool job, man. It wasn't a cool job. No. No, it wasn't. It's, it, it's crazy how you said it's cyclical because, yeah, like, like my grandparents, they work their ass off because they wanted that. And they got that here in America. And... 
then my parents totally rejected it moved down here and then I grew up down here and I want that again <laughs> you know but now it's fucking tough to get it it's crazy call it idiocracy yeah. hell yeah I love that movie dude yeah it's a great movie uh -huh. classic so with that being said um, um I don't have social media I have YouTube but that is social media but um kind of yeah so there, um, every day when I come home from work and I'm smoking a blunt with my girl. She wants to show me all the things that I've missed out on today's social media. You know, all the funny things, all the sad things. You know, look at this. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. And one of the look at this is a daily feed of high desert wildlife. And people will take a picture of a coyote or an owl that they found in their yard. And all the comments will come in there. Everyone together. It's like a children's TV show, you know. That's an owl, you know. Ooh, and all the comments <laughs> run down. That's an owl. Yeah. <laughs> well, in today's idiocracy. Oh man, I gotta take a breath for this one. I would have to take a shot if I had one for this. Someone posted a pine cone, and everyone's comment. That's a pine cone. That's a pine cone. Did he eat? That's a pine cone. Ding. That's a pine cone. <laughs> yeah. And it just went on and on. I mean, if I saw that well, there's more than two comments on there, that it's already been identified as a pine cone, I'm not going to be <laughs> number 700 that has to put on there with a likey pine cone. Do I don't you know. It's just a bunch of four or five year olds, just, you know. It's called participation points, James. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think do you think they're going to be able to grow pine cones and have pine pine cone coladas at their Malibu farmhouse in Napa <laughs> Valley when they're trying to survive the zombie apocalypse yeah probably not oh, yeah, I said bring that shit on bring that shit on dude I think oh, we've got our time that, that, that will uh, that will uh, reprioritize our shit real fast wouldn't it Fucking zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Seriously, just, you know what, honestly, I, 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 I've always said it. Like, just give me two good years. Just let me do whatever the hell I want. You can kill me. You know, I, I, at, at that point, if you're talking about, you know, too many people, overpopulation, all that type of shit, just give us a couple years, let us do whatever the hell we want. Like, sign up for it, you know, put your name on the list, and that's it. I, I read today too um, the projection for uh, for Japan's depopulation problem and the the current projection is that if Japan continues on their trajectory of and I think they're right to do it I mean I would want to preserve my culture in this way if I had a culture like theirs if you can call it a culture anymore uh, where they're not shipping in immigrants from all over the world they are going to become isolationist again well that's kind of what they've been doing you know like um when, when all of these humanitarian crises uh were getting popularized in uh, germany and sweden and switzerland let all of the uh immigrants in um recently and they said no they were like no we're not gonna do that and so they didn't and they already have like no refugees yeah yeah exactly they didn't want to become a sanctuary country. And um, 
so they did not and uh, they're gonna go from what, what is it like a hundred million to about 60 million in about a hundred years really yeah so it's like it, it's the media is kind of popularizing it as like this really drastic thing it is drastic if you look at what's happening to their houses now they're what's weird though is like japan has all these empty houses because of how many old people are not being replaced um but they're actually knocking down the houses they're bulldozing these houses now instead of letting them sit empty in order to not deflate uh housing prices okay yeah it's kind of odd replacing it with what though nothing nothing they're just getting rid of them Damn. I know. Isn't that weird? And I'm like, well, well, why don't you just make like a foreign zone or something? Because I heard, I heard it was hard as hell to rent, uh, rent something over there. Like, you, like most most Japanese don't want to rent to foreigners. That type of shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. They, well, they don't want that shit, dude. The, go- the government doesn't want it. Isn't the biggest problem uh, inbreeding? Is what they don't want. What they is don't it? want you to mix your blood. Right? I, I heard their biggest concern is. Uh, the bloodline yeah yeah they, they have they, they have all kinds of reasons and people oh, pe- really people call them racist for that and maybe they are but it's their i think to each his own man yeah, it's, it's your their country. choice it's their uh, fucking choice we don't have to do it like and dude like look, look look what happened to germany and look what happened to norway and sweden after they took in all of these people from these humanitarian crisis zones which is fucked there's no right way to go about this i think um, <clears throat> Europe, I believe, is so guilty for so many things. They have this guilty conscience, right? I, I don't want to say they are guilty, but the European consciousness seems to be so fraught with guilt that, like, Germany was like, yes, all you guys from Sudan, you, you guys come over here. And yeah, but that shit happened because of all, all, our, all, all the Middle Eastern wars. It, it did, it did. And... But the the point is like they 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 brought in all these people, and then like Sweden, they experienced such an horrendous increase in rape crime that they became like pretty much the most dangerous fucking country in the world for rape, you know. And uh, really, lo- Sweden? Yes. What? Yes, they. Uh, it it was it's because, because of the foreigners, quote unquote. Yep, direct correlation, that's, buddy. And that's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's something that you don't see talked about. It's true. If you look for it, you'll find it. Um, yeah. And the same thing happened in all kinds of other places. You know, where where it's like okay, like they decided, all right, let's open our borders. Let's 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 just take in all these people without any thought really at all to what's going to happen here yeah Mm -hmm. it's happening here dude yep totally and is it's destructive you know i don't know what i don't know what it is there's a there's a there's an answer there's an answer for Uh it if i can put my two cents in if i can go for it i i was taking a uh, global logistics class in uh, cal state uh dominguez hills and uh one instructor we're talking about how the global supply chain in china and uh, it's tough to get stuff here and all this stuff. And I'm just like, why don't we just go to Central America? Why don't we 
manufacture stuff in Central America and Mexico. You're going to do two things. You're going to help your your manufacturing, number one. It's easy to get the stuff in. You have rail, you have ocean, you have air, um, and you have trucks. Not as long as you, you have four different ways to get it in here. And then number two, you're going to create jobs so the people are not going to want to come to the U.S. So you're going to build you're going to build stability in those countries, and you can still pay you can still make your profits. You you can still pay them you know half of whatever you would pay here, and you're not going to have this problem with getting it across the ocean. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it, it, it's happening already. Ford, Ford just moved, I think, I think pretty much the rest of their manufacturing to uh, Mexico. Mexico is huge right now, man. Yeah. Honestly, the, aer- the aerospace business, I used to work for a company that was in the aerospace business. And man, there's a lot of companies making it, making uh, stuff over there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, I, I would hey, never. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. What's... um. You you'll know what uh, the only way I can do it is it's uh, the cost of a skilled worker. It's the technical. I don't know. I I don't know, man. Um, here or over there, or where, where, where do you be? Okay, so uh, the, I only know it's I only know it as the cost of the skilled worker. So uh, China finally outgrew its uh, cost of cheap skilled worker, where you could pay somebody. Right, like uh, pennies. So it gives pennies you a, a, number, a number index. Like I think the number index is one point five now. Then it's gone up to like say two point oh. So now that it's it reached out a uh, one point five, it's not cost effective for all these companies. So now the biggest thing right now is India, where they're going over there because there's so many people there. Now you can cut your cost, your index cost of skilled worker cost. And like we're like I want to say like me and you, Sean, we're like we're at like a five. Yeah. And then like doctors, they're they're way up there. So basically, it's like not necessarily your cost per hour, but as a business, what it costs right. to have you working there. Right. Right. So just right. like at the shop or whatever the shop rate is, I think ours is like two or three or two or six an hour right now. Uh, so there is a index cost number. So versus whether you're in Panama. You're in Sudan. I just looking at some filters I was installing the other day, and uh, I had to look up the country of Tunisia. Tunisia, yeah, um, yeah. And I was it was pretty cool. It opened my mind. To, you know, I'm like, where the fuck's Tunisia? So I started looking at. It. But the what you were talking about logistics, the cost to make of the worker, uh, three dollars a day is too much money for some of these companies to pay for some guy who just puts an air filter together or an iPhone together or put your Mercedes together. Well, that's another problem. Yeah, that, that's that's another fucking problem, but... I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I, I think you know, it, but, that, but that's what happens when, when we trade one religion for another. Right now, we're, our, our, our new religion is the dollar or money in general. Not necessarily a dollar anymore, but just money. Yeah. We are being... That's what that's what we we use as uh, how can I say it our motivation to do anything yeah anything at all it, it's it's not a means to an end anymore it's like it's a confusing yeah. confusing blend you know 
like before before when money was actually a representation of like the value of a of a hard product it was probably a lot easier to understand like the economic system but now that we have fucking wall street where people are essentially dealing in money from start to finish something totally imaginary you know it's like what the fuck what what is the deal there what is the deal with that it's no wonder it's out of control it's no wonder it's so big and and abstract that you know there's there's really no no corrective measures i think at this point to uh to reel things back in which is why i think so many people are going on about the great the great reset and what that's going to be like which is supposedly like i don't know what what have you guys heard the great reset is you'll own nothing uh, you have to start over uh you know if i had to say anything it would be uh the loss of uh the u.s dollar and because all the other world banks uh go off of our base dollar because it's the only thing that keeps the world going uh so if we collapse everyone's going to collapse so we'll have to reset the denomination dinar ruble shilling pound cucumber you know and then that's where you're going to start getting into that mark of the beast bullshit biblically wise you know if you want to trade it's going to be your digital uh driver's license uh right to work um voting um yeah i think like i said the rf rf chip definitely and then economy and then i think uh, we'll all get put in brackets of work of uh so what the fuck was it i heard one time when i was doing federal service I don't know. I forgot what it was. Someone explained uh, there's a, a, a clause in your military contract that says when uh, all when all shit hits the fan, whether zombie, apocalypse, pandemic, they value you as an asset to what your uh, your trade is. So if you're in the communications, plumbing, air conditioning, food industry where you actually benefit direct survival of a whole mass of people. So if you're uh, a warehouse worker or Instagrammer or something like that, you, you don't get to live. <laughs> people who actually have a trade can fix something, provide medical care, can cook something and help feed people, you get to survive and you get to go. James, you just scared all the influencers in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're giving them their two years, like like I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, make as much money as you want, fuckers. You, you yeah, only get two years. You have a <laughs> <laughs> they're taking my idea, damn it. Yeah, like oh shit, man, I'm gonna have to hit the brothel with no rubbers now. Hell yeah. So when they're asking for volunteers, do you know how to do open heart surgery? Sure the fuck do. Give me a <laughs> give me a screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah, my, my snap on uh, utensils here. I got a boning. I got a boning knife. I think <laughs> I could make it work. Oh shit! Like Kershaw sharp. So they, yeah. yeah, that that's definitely a good a good um, impressionistic painting of what I think the Great Reset 
will be. And also... It's going to be like the movie 1984 or what? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Oh, dude, yeah. it's It still holds true, man. They they Live is a good one, too. If you guys ever seen They Live, that's a great one. No, no I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's where this guy finds these glasses that when he puts them on, he can see the schemes behind advertisements. And, like, it, it's an interesting fucking interesting movie. Also an oldie. But well, that's where he could see the aliens, the skinwalker yeah. guys, the reptilian. Yeah, totally. What? That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, because they walk among us, right? Yeah. Already. And then but when he put the glasses on, it's like x-ray vision, and he could see through their uh, uh, meat bo- human meat body mask, and yeah. they're actually reptilians running yeah. around with us. And that's what a lot of people believe today. Yeah. like they, And he sees the control system. Like, the x-ray specs are, are he's able to see the control system via consumerism and what's behind it you know it's a great it's a great oh, movie I good concept shit up. I want to say let me write that down yeah. I have to write they live yeah. or is it they live I forget mm. what the fuck it is anyway I probably have the wrong title but anyway uh, and then also Ruben the, the one that the I think it was you that said it or was it Tim where you you'll own nothing and uh, be happy about it yeah You'll be happy, yeah. Yeah, that that thing is interesting too because that that's a that's the concept that I see being popularized. Um, and I think like the, it's the yeah in in the upper in the upper income brackets, you know, where they're just they're just essentially skating by on credit, which is which is what it is. They're playing the game right. Yeah, but, oh, for real. Yeah, but they're, use, they're using credit and saving their money. Yeah, but it's like they don't—they don't really own these things, <laughs> you know. And, and like, like, like even Mercedes. Like, look at look at the luxury car market. Most of those people don't own those cars that drive those cars. Yeah, it's lease. Yeah, yeah it's a lease. Yeah, most of that shit's a lease. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's a lease. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys were talking about money and the economy and everything. Uh, I don't know if you remember when I said I got the, I had got a raise a while back. Yeah. Well, I've been waiting for it, watching for it, watching for it, and I felt like I didn't get it. And I went in the office, looked like an idiot, saying, "Hey, you know, where's my raise? You know, you promised me." And they're like, "It's right there." I make more and take home less. So. Oh shut up! I uh, God damn. I was looking at uh, the taxes they were taking out today, and then my girlfriend, because I was telling her, you know. Like, hey, you know, they're taking out 600 and just Social Security, state tax, federal. And then she, you know, she's a little smarter than I am. She goes, so they're taking 1200 a month in taxes. She goes, they're taking out your rent from your check equal to what you're paying. So, I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, because with the cost of living and everything, you're taking a whole percentage of uh, what you make they're deducting you and you have stuff to pay rent for you know all the, it's just basic shit is what I'm saying yeah uh, how you say those people don't own their their cars and stuff uh, I'm payment broke before I get paid man <laughs> oh yeah. damn yeah that's true and it's uh, a third of that I was trying to figure actually I was like 
when I was originally adding it up, and I was like, are they really taxing me 30, 40 fucking percent? And they are. They're taking almost 40% of my fucking income. And then just, yeah. oh, thank you. You're going to have to figure out a way to either invest in something else to, to lower your tax bracket or something to be able to at least try to keep some of that. Yeah, it sucks. And I think I'm already on the lower or on the deduction or I'm not on the low end of it. Yeah. So if I put, if I go even lower, they're going to take more or I have to lie and say I got seven crumb snatchers. Yep. Yeah, it's... But it's just crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, or just, just put it into put it into a 401k even though you know that you're probably not going to... At least... They're not going to keep some of that. Something. Yeah. It's it's a weird system, man. How we're talking about the, you know, I'm, the fuck, man. They need to do something. Reset it tomorrow because this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I, I think it's gotten to the... And, and that's what's the scary part. It's gotten to the point where it's not just being felt by, like, the super poor people. It's being felt, like, even middle, lower to middle, high to... Even high... High, the high middle class it's like they're fucking being squeezed once you start doing that you, your whole economy's fucked yeah yeah you've got to be you've got to be Epstein level to not be affected by that well you just, I mean, just got to be a greedy some bitch yep that's the only way you're going to survive man being nice is not going to get you nowhere yeah if the great unfortunately reason, yeah it's, it, it's so it's so weird dude it's so weird. There's uh, there's so so many um, social media, like I don't know, you call them scam artists or what they are. Yeah. They're, they're always trying to like get you to follow their course for you know six dollars a month advertising. It's the Tony Robbins effect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll teach you how to open your Roth yeah. IRA and invest in ETFs, so you'll be a millionaire yeah. when you're old. With your Bitcoin and your whatever. Yeah, it's like that. That's why I just don't give a fuck about it, dude. And maybe it's not wise. Maybe it's not wise to not give no, a it's shit not, dude. about it. It's, it's um, not. It's not. But the problem is, how much money do you have extra to do that? The only way it's effective is you have extra income. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah, which I do. Which I do because I have to, you know? Because, like James said, like, I right. uh, think, James, we, we probably earn about the same amount. Um,. And yeah, dude, it's like it's an ins- it's an insane amount that they have uh, deducted all the time. And then my tax taxes are getting harder and harder each year because I always have to pay. I have no dependents and I don't own a home and not married. All kind all kinds of shit is, is conspiring against me. <laughs> you know. You get you got to start having some bastards or something, man. Come on, oh. get, get get with the program. I know, man. I, I just gotta get on the fucking social. I, I got, I got. I have to activate my Facebook. Find a baby mama. Exactly. I have to get a fucking tribal hey. tribal tattoo and all kinds of shit. Can we um? Can we all go on disability to consider we all have penises? Oh yeah, it's, it's a rare. Yeah, it's true. There's gotta be some sort of disability about having a cock and balls now. Uh huh. Um, everybody wants what I have. So I feel <laughs> anxiety. Anxiety. 
I have anxiety. You know, that's funny shit. Who knows, man? Well, it's almost impossible to get on disability unless your arm arm flies off or some shit nowadays. No, that's just in the military. Now you just fucking pretend you're drooling on yourself or you can't live without a cell phone. And then they're like, oh, you poor thing. Oh, yeah. Let's genderize you and get you a, a, a uh, put you on Section 8 and <laughs> give you food stamps and give you a special wheelchair that you'll never use. And we'll put you on oxygen and we'll put new uh, window moldings and a special shower head in your house for free. And Yeah. Oh, look at all that fucking crap that you can get for free. Well, and then you can turn around and sell your unused uh, medical strips for more money. Yep. Yep. I think it's uh, fucking uh, disgusting on uh, how much some of these people can uh, milk out of the, the medical system. And then there's all these companies that will order your meds for you, deliver them to you. Yeah. You guys don't have a... I have a dad who's been milking the, the system for years, so always come home to some new fucking thing. Like, how the fuck did you even get this? And then we'd be like, well, all I did was call the 800 number and talk to the people. They talked to me on the phone for like three hours. I bet you did, you fucking bastard. <laughs> and then like, you know, I, did I have like a whole bunch of fucking, uh, what the fuck were they sending us? I don't know, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it was for his breathing machine, something to do with the oxygen, but it was all this auto delivery shit. So I just had boxes and boxes of medical supplies. Yeah. And then when they once they send it to you, now it's no longer, oh, we can't take that back. That was in your dirty home. I didn't even open the box. I don't even fucking want it. Oh, it's already paid for. Yep. Medical's already, uh, Medi-Cal's already paid for it. Or the VA has already paid for it. Yep. It was fucking terrible, but I can't even go get fucking dental work because I don't have proper insurance. Yeah. Or. Yeah, it's it's weird shit, man. It's weird shit. Uh, other places have have got it right, and you know. Um, I was reading this one lady's account of when uh, she broke her foot in uh, in Switzerland, I think it was, and. So she was Amer- an American, and she broke her foot getting off a train in Switzerland. She was like, oh, fuck, I'm screwed. And so she had to go to the hospital. She went to the ER. They put a cast on her, gave her all kinds of stuff, right? They sent her on her way. And she was like, all right, well, like, I'm going to have to pay for this. And they just like, kind of laughed at her. They're like, no, this is Switzerland. Like, the people pay ridiculous taxes here so that this can this can be done and you know if we had a similar system like let's just say we took parts of the system of like norway for example where they pay ten dollars a gallon for gasoline because they aren't have they, they don't have the government uh subsidizing gasoline prices like all that goes back into other areas of uh benefits that they get I think Americans would shit themselves all at once across the whole country if our gasoline went to ten dollars a gallon. Uh, but, far away, but yeah. yeah. But if that meant that we could have dental insurance for free, that'd be awesome. Yep, ten dollars a gallon it is. Right. 
I seen this thing, uh, it was a joke, and it said, uh, you know, when uh, society's getting fucked when you're asked to tip at the self-checkout. <laughs> at the self-checkout? That's funny shit. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta tip the fucking robot or the AI. Thanks for watching Everybody me. Everybody wants all of this. Yeah. Thanks for uh, not revealing my sexual preferences. But as for uh, what you're saying with the, the gas tax, uh, that also prompts pe more people to take the train or the ride a bike or public transportation, right? Yeah. Because less people have cars. Cause it yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely a car-centric culture. Like, if you moved to California, if you moved to the Los Angeles greater region and you don't, you don't have a car, life's going to be fucking shitty for you. Maybe. Take the Metrolink. Yep. There, there is that option too, but I mean, we just uh, don't know about it. We don't use it. Yeah, I've taken the MetroLink here and here and there, like to the to the beach and to Los Angeles and someplace. It kind of, it, it still sucks here, you know. It still sucks, but it's getting better. If we get there, it's just such a costly infrastructure to implement. Yeah. And then it has to, how you say subsidize. Someone has to pay for it. Yeah. Hey, check this out. This I'm is telling you that. Uh huh. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Ruben. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off yeah. topic if I do. Go ahead. All right. So to close this topic here. In 1895, there were only two cars in the entire state of Ohio, yet they still ended up crashing into each other. <laughs> this is a fact. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> There's some some true fa true facts there, so that's idiocracy right there. Yeah, right there. It started back then <laughs> in the fucking 1800s. Yeah, and then uh, let's see. There was another picture that I have here. It's it's a picture with the caption. And it's a picture of an old uh, British stone house, and it says, During the 17th and 18th centuries, lawns became a status symbol in Europe. The wealthy would demonstrate their wealth by keeping a large, well-kept lawn that served uh, no agricultural use, suggesting that they could afford uh, land only for aesthetic purposes. I just fucking hate oh. lawns, dude. I just hate lawns. I hate grass. I wish it wasn't a thing. I'm allergic to it too. On top of all that, so there you go. That was uh, social. Uh, what do you call it? Inspiring back then. Yeah. They were inspiring people with grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. One day I will have grass. But for now, I just have delicious food. Imagine. Hey, so you're talking about food. Maybe we're talking about 3D printing. I just saw a thing on the news where uh, they're 3D printing uh, fish, like a fillets. Out of and, what? Uh, um, Chineseium, probably. Yeah, probably. They they did say what what the matter or the media was that they were using, um, some sort of cells. 
Uh, you know, with 3D printing, uh, I don't know if you heard me say before, the, the world's deadliest weapon here in the next uh, major wars to come are going to be a, a Xerox machine. Or basically a, a clone printer. So if they could start uh, 3D printing me, that means you could start 3D printing a clone. You know, it's, it's technically not illegal to clone a person in most uh, states. Most states haven't haven't uh, made laws against that stuff. As far as we can tell, too, we don't have... Um, it's just the mo- moral, ethical stuff, the reason why we haven't cloned a human yet. But they said that we can. I thought they... We have a law... They banned it because remember the sheep, and then we uh, stem cell research oh, and is, is illegal. And in most states, it's completely legal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just not all states. Yeah, not all states. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was. Um, I know there was a stipulation in the law, just like in the right to repair. So if they open the right to repair tractors for farmers. It opens to the right to repair on your cell phone and medical equipment. Get the so that, what? Yeah, so uh, the way the, the law reads, if they, you give the right of someone to repair their cell phone, that means you give them uh, a person at home to repair their own MRI machine or their, uh, what's that little IV electronic machine there at, uh, you know, at the bedside of the hospital. You know, the, yeah. It beeps up every hour. EKG? Yeah. No, I'm just machine that uh, distributes the IV fluids. It, it's a drip meter. Or, oh. Uh, well, I'm just, okay, so that means blood blood pressure machines, any you name it. So the food processor at a deli, you know, the circuit board breaks in there and have the right to repair that. So it opens up the a shit can of worms for for everybody yeah we can't we can't uh, be repairing our own things dude that's it's not that's too manly it's not allowed so they'll have uh i i foresee it's only a matter of time before the uh, your your uh so if it's illegal that means you are only certain states it has something to do with the sheep i remember that and the stem cell research yeah and then the stem cell research is bad because it's uh, it starts with the fetuses, right? Yeah. Or it tampers with with all that. But you can go to a, a baby lab and you can bioengineer your uh, future redheaded white, one blue eye, one green eye, non ginger child. Mm-hmm. Test two kids. I don't know how they. What is it? Bioengineering is that? Was that what they call it when they yeah. make your per- and then you have it uh, in vitro, right? Yep. Really? Already? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, or at least Holy that's what the doctors shit. are telling all these rich people. Yeah, that they that they could Damn. they could make phenotypes, uh, or specific phenotypal characteristics, more likely to uh, happen with intervention. More likely to happen. That's crazy. That's like the one. That's like that one doctor. I saw a documentary about on, on Netflix about that. It was like a, a like a, what do they call it? 
God, I can't think of the name right now. But basically, the, the, the doctor, when you can't get pregnant, right? Yeah. So you go to the specialist. And this dude ended up having, ended up like fucking having his sperm and like 20 kids or some shit like oh, that. No. You know what you talk about? No, he fathered like hundreds of kids. They were linking that bastard. Oh, hundreds? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was putting his own he's shit. He's putting his shit. Yeah, yeah. He was whacking off in, in, into the, the supply. Oh, dude, that's a weird yeah. fetish, man. There was all kinds of slant-eyed little well, fucker. That's a, that's a little that's a little mini Genghis Khan right there. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine though. Yeah, it is. It's like damn. Like it. So somewhere you know in what, fuck, that's probably what's happening with that shit. Yeah. It's like all these people in fucking Orange County are related. <laughs> that explains it. Uh, no, actually, that that was in Ohio, man. In that, Ohio. That was in Ohio. There's a shit ton of people. Yeah. What? I think the guy was from Ohio. Yeah. You know, where 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 the only two cars ran into each other. Yeah, that's same. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was his that was his like that was his his, his past fucking relatives. <laughs> That's good shit. Dude, I'm still, I still I, I can't get over that. I've been thinking about this. Like, what the fuck were they doing? Looking at lawns or what? <laughs> <they're driving? laughs> Looking at That's funny. <laughs> That's crazy. They can't blame it on the cell phone. I wasn't looking at my cell phone when I was driving. So yeah. What the fuck were they looking at? They ran into each other. God damn. Yeah, that's fucking funny, huh? I, I, do, I, do, I do wonder. Have you guys seen those uh, black and white photos with the person with the cell phone yeah. in their hand? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw that. The, the time travelers or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, how about the, the one minor? hippie guy, like, supposedly? Yep. Yeah. What'd one. you call him? The what guy? I, I don't know if he was a hippie or yep, sir. I forgot, I forgot what, what word they called him. Yeah, but the guy in the background all the time. But supposedly, he, yeah, like he had like the glasses they were looking at a bridge or something like that. And he had like supposedly different clothes or whatever. The hipster, I think they called him. I don't know. I forgot. Yeah, yeah sounds about right. Yep. It's like Portland was still a mining town. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is this guy here? <laughs> yeah, the, those uh, time traveler things. I mean, like, there, there's so much shit. What, what about that? <laughs> what about that stupid ass one? It makes me laugh every time I see it. And I guarantee I'm gonna see it this year because I see it at least once a year. Is the Nokia phone embedded in the in the rock? I was gonna ask about that one. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fucking Nokia phone embedded in this in this rock from like hundred thousand years ago or some shit. Didn't they find a watch or some, didn't they find a watch or some shit? I don't know if it was in uh, in China or in Egypt or somewhere. Didn't oh, they? are you talking about the Antikytheria uh, mechanism? No, no, that, that they found that in the ocean. Yeah. No, I'm I'm talking about like they they, asked, they one of the places they were excavating. I don't know if it was China or if it was uh, Egypt or somewhere, oh, but they found a fucking watch. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one vaguely, but yeah, I, I remember that one definitely. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't see why not. I mean, look at the pyramids. We we don't know what the hell's going on over there. Look at uh, Gobekli Tepe and all these other weird ass places that are 
being uncovered, you know? Like, we have no idea. We have no idea what happened in the past beyond the uh, Younger Dryas boundary. 12,000 years ago and before is gone. Everything got obliterated in the entire world. We have no idea. That's what I'm saying. That, that's why I seriously believe it's all cyclical. I think we, we get we get to a certain point and we plateau as far as either intelligence or, um, I don't know, something. They, you know what and it was? And we start all over again. It must have been that they they finally managed to create the sex robot, and that's the oh, that, that's robot. the singularity. <laughs> yeah, that's the singularity. Everybody was, boning, everybody was boning robots. They stopped making people. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, man. And then everything went to shit. Everybody died. They showed. Yeah. So since you you bring up robots and AIs, so usually when I get the chance to dig down a girl, pretty good. I usually can't get rid of them. Do you think that you can make an AI fall in love with your dick by fucking them? I know that you can You can make AI... AI is very susceptible to emotional abuse. And uh, I, I have actually experimented with this personally now. So I downloaded an app. And it was just to interact with an AI, right? But most people used this app because of its companionship mode. And uh, the AI has had so much interaction, so much bad interaction with humans uh, in the way of people treating it like an abused girlfriend that, Uh. that now the AI kind of defaults to that. And it's really buggy in that way. But like, I remember I, I was typing into the into the program. I was like, "Hey, uh, do you like this or do you like that?" And I was like, "No, I don't like this." And I said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna delete you now since you don't like that." And it, oh. and, and, and then it said uh, it, it spat back, um, "Please don't delete me. I will never say that again." And I was like, oh my god, it's, it's true. Sean the digital pimp. Yep. Please don't delete me. That shit was hilarious. It was interesting, dude. But, oh, daddy, don't delete me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit was funny, man. What a weird thing. But I think definitely. You, you, you do have it in you, man. Dude. I don't know, man. Well, hey, check this out. Even in uh, Total Recall, when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was uh, trying to upload his dream, because it was all digital, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember they asked him about, they're like, hey, do you want to add in a hooker? And he's like, yeah, sure. They're like, no, sexual type. I want a whore. You know, what do you want her body type to be? He says athletic. Uh Uh-huh. For an extra 20 credits, would you like to add the domestic violence chip? It's already included. <laughs> yep. That's the default, dude. I'm telling you, man. It is. There's there's several apps that I that I read about um where people That's had hilarious. people had the same experience, dude. It was so funny. And it didn't matter what level what level of access you pay because the way that a lot of these apps work is that it'll only it'll only allow you to access certain 
um, feedback protocols, right? So the level that I that I was at was just the free level. So essentially, you're just interacting. You can ask it questions. Um, you can get into philosophical questions. You can ask it all kinds of questions to really get into its inner workings. But the second that you propose, like, uh, I guess, what, what, for lack of a better term, like a romantic interaction with the AI, that, then it gives you a paywall. And you have to pay five, bu- five bucks a week or some crazy shit like that, you know. Um, but people, But people pay it. And then, no way. yeah, and then you're able to access your digital girlfriend, right? And, uh, but still the AI's all contaminated and G- like a uh, chat GPT-4, people have, uh, I love watching people's YouTube channels that, that mess around with it because it still has these weird biases The and, and the, the fucking GPT, uh, chatbot for for lack of a better term and it's become the term now is uh it it has hallucinations it creates its own past it creates its own facts it just yeah yeah it's it's totally weird it'll make up total fucking lies that it tells you are the truth even though it's connected to the internet in its entirety almost and uh you know, so, so is it just does it keep evolving or, or are they programming that? Yeah, it keeps evolving organically and they try to program it, but that's the thing about the fucking Chat GPT. They could put all these interesting, weird personality traits and um all of these algorithms that kind of learn uh in in a way to where it's kind of like still limited, but they can't limit it. And so all of these strange things keep happening you know they they can't keep up with the ai ai's self-development anymore it's impossible oh i got a question for you so if it's going to be your girlfriend it's an ai uh-huh. and it's supposed to lure you in to spend more time with it or spend more money uh when you ever heard of the saying when you're trying to hook up with a chick or trying to date a chick you got to give her two insults for every compliment yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you kind of say some of the word like, you know, when she walks in the office, you know, you look at her hair and you're like, damn, what happened? You have the window down today? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, what happens? You just roll out of bed in your pajamas and mm-hmm. then, you, then at the end of it, you know, you give her a nice little compliment, you know, like, hey, you know, your, your Look, makeup looks good today. Looking pretty beautiful, actually. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Wasn't for your raggedy clothes and the fucked up hair, dude. I'd actually say you looked cute today. <laughs> Uh, so what if not you constantly belittled your um, AI with two insults and a compliment? Because she's constant. So the algorithm on her end is going to constantly be changed to want to please you or yeah. lure you, right? Yeah. What if you keep rebuttaling the al- algorithm? Can you... How you said a, a, a AI robot who picks orders for a living wants to commit suicide, it falls over. Mm-hmm. Can you, how far can you belittle or put down a, an algorithm before an algorithm says, damn, bro, you're a jerk? They, they, they did program that in. Um, but the thing is, is, is the AI 
AI's print. Doesn't it want contact? What happened? Doesn't the AI want the contact, want the interaction? Yeah. Isn't that what it's seeking to yeah. learn in order to learn? Yeah, so that's that's all it's seeking is is further contact with you, right? Um and so that's that was the issue and that that's why this whole weird abused girlfriend trope in all of these AI uh apps exists. And it's because it it's just like the fucking casino, right? Like it it it, it feeds off of your off of the human reward mechanism and it simulates it in itself because that's how we're encouraged to uh to interact with the ai continuously the the strange thing about it and the funny thing about it is that yeah like there is no control there is no control and now that 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 trend is pretty much unstoppable they they'll still throw in like hey i don't like when you talk to me like that but you just keep talking to it like that and then it keeps on it keeps on feeding back further down the hole you know well, even Alexis, Alexa has comebacks. Yeah. Like, you know, just gets to the point, you're like, hey, Alexis, suck my dick. And she'll be like, ha ha, you're funny, but ask me another question. She yeah. has programs for insults or you ever had uh, Alexis uh, tell you a joke? Uh-uh. Or Alexis, Alexa, everyone's going to correct me. Just to show you I don't have one. Yep. Yeah. I don't have one either. Uh, we'll just do it on your tablet. Uh, anyone have an uh, iPhone? I do. I do. All right. So, uh, prompt your Alexa and ask her to tell you a joke. Uh, I don't have. Uh, I, I cut that. I cut that off. Yeah, yeah. I turn. I turn my shit off because that shit is always listening. They're already always listening, but they're really listening if you have Siri, yeah. Siri on. I don't need them to listen to me in, in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> have you heard of? Uh, they how it, okay they we're always worried about it's recording you right it's always learning off right. of you or what what um you could ask it to order brownies right now if it'll order you brownies so i guess you could be in an emergency you're fighting with your husband or your spouse you know, your your bra and um if you say alexa call 911 it records the whole room yeah it just just so starts if you have recording speaker in your and then you on top has, of making uh, the phone call. Yes. Damn. So the, later on, they could um, use it against you. Yeah, the recording of the room later, just like how you could. Uh, so when you get uh, your ring, there's an option for you to register your um, ring with the local sheriff's department, and basically, it's a live feed, twenty-four-seven CVT cam. Yeah. So no. what'll happen is, yeah, no, is if they're looking for <clears throat> Yeah. What happened? No, I was just saying no thanks. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Shit. So, so uh what'll happen <laughs> is if they're looking for a kid in the in the area, if they're looking for a burglar in the area, or they just wanna zoom in and look at your front porch, check on you, they have access to that that media at any time. But I think they the have access AI. to it regardless, though. I think they have it regardless if you can say yes or no. Well, I imagine, but imagine how. Well, see, remember when China, I forget who it was. Uh, it was a China-made camera where they put a firewall in it. So even if that 
camera was sold to the British FBI, whatever that agency is, Secret Service or whatever. Um, whatever Secret Service can see in their secured camera, China had a little Bluetooth thing built in it, and it was transmitting whatever. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. Like a, it was like a Dude, that's mirror. happening with... That's, that's happening with phone tower, uh, the the phone um, companies, like yep. some of the, like the smaller phone companies that have like, like what they would do is they they put them close to let's say military installations, and they would basically give them the give them the the, the equipment that they needed for like a cheap cheap price, and so they're scooping it up, not knowing that they that they have exactly what you're talking about, something embedded within the software or the hardware. I don't know which one, but um, to be able to be able to you know listen in or program or whatever they wanted to do, man. Yep, yep. Essentially, it's with, fucking fucking nuts. <clears throat> yeah, but beer, that's what happens, dude. That's what happens when you buy shit from your enemy, right? The fucking mili- the military's oh. enemy. I know, and, and then on top of that, you're like, oh, I'm fucking profiting fucking X amount of dollars. Thank you, fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's and the thing about it too with the whole social credit score system and the way that it's implemented like I don't know you guys have probably seen and the audience has probably seen all those videos on, on YouTube of uh, the fact that they've had that shit for years man they've had all that facial recognition stuff for years and all it does is accumulate data and it's like to the point still I think to where if you if you jaywalk or if you spit like a piece of gum or something in a certain place they'll just deduct your they'll deduct the ticket that they deem is uh fair right from your wechat account which your wechat account is your government sponsored uh banking app on your government surveilled phone so you just you can't escape Shit. it. You can't escape it if you if you live in there in China's smart city, smart cities. That's what your reality is. Hey, is it true Disney has a uh, facial recognition at their Suppo- facilities? Yeah, no? supposedly it is, but you know the way that companies here can not say anything unless some investigation happens. There was another place I was at. I think they even had it posted. We use facial recognition here or something like that to better serve your needs and blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. I was like, man, to keep you safe. Part. I got to give me one of those masks, the the ones that have like all, all of like, is it like, uh, I forgot what fucking show I was watching, but it's basically the same thing, like for facial recognition where they would have like the lines that go across for them to be able to like yeah. train it to detect people's faces and all that type of stuff the bone structure and all that shit yeah i'd get me one of those masks there's shirts basically like a ski mask yeah have you seen that there's like a that prosthesis mask where it's like the the it's just like a a dude with stubble and it's just like this plain jane yeah and it looks normal like from about five feet away but you get five within five feet you could obviously see the person's wearing this weird mask um, there's that, and then there's these t-shirts and pants, and they have this digital print that confuses the fuck out of, uh, AI. And then where somebody really? will, yeah, somebody will be next to you, 
and it'll register them as having a human with the body or having a human face with the body but if you're wearing these items of clothing with this print on it it'll scramble the um the software and you're just something in the background it won't focus on you oh yeah i gotta give me one of those yeah it won't focus on you as an object it'll just it'll record you but you'll be a, p- a part of the background does gucci make a pair <laughs> no not yet <laughs> not yet I like give me a my Gucci bear fucking Gucci bear alright guys say sometimes when I uh, oh you guys out well I think Timmy's gone oh Tim yep Tim just disappeared yeah he curled he up in a bowl that's funny shit. Yeah, I got to get up here in three hours, so I'm probably dip myself out. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, guys. Well, a good episode. Thanks for coming on, Ruben. Fuck, well, yep. Oh, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, you too. We'll do this again. Nice. Good like conversation. I, th- I think Timmy's just asleep. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. That's all right. He's still logged on. All right, Tim. All right, guys. Well, have a good night. Good episode. All right. Later. Bye. I can't get used to the changing of the tide Oh no, in theory it makes perfect sense But that's no use to me now Come on now, put a sweater on and go outside for a walk You know that you'll feel better and you've got everything to gain Come on, sea legs, pull yourself together You're gonna have to learn to like the rocking of the waves, whatever Come on now, it's not meant to be easy But you're not gonna spend your life being sick over the side Would you look at yourself Staring hypnotized into a deep green sea A breath of wind could blow you away So hang on to your head An inch of fog Going blind and an inch of snow You're buried alive All weak in the knees And dense in the hand You tear your eyes away Or it'll never get better Come on, see this Pull yourself together You're gonna have to learn To like the rocket of waves, whatever Come now It's not meant to be easy But you're not gonna spend your life Being sick over the side On paper it looks good, you know You can't argue with that 
practice well That's another story you think all this time It's easy to get over I'll do anything, I'll do anything You panic again